Welcome to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller here, and we are bringing back somebody who was with us back in March of 2020. Back to podcast number 219, we first met Michelle Blood. She has an amazing story of how she used music to heal after a near-fatal automobile accident. Well, Michelle is back, and we're going to catch up with her Quite a bit has happened since we talked to her last, obviously, in her life and in ours. So we're going to catch up with her and talk about her spiritual journey now and some possibilities ahead. So, Michelle, to get started, (laughs) I'd like to sing, Michelle Blood, welcome back to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. (laughs) I love it. That's great. (laughs) I can't sing more the bucket, but you can. So why don't you sing some manifestation into existence for our interview here? Welcome, everybody, to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast, which will make you wealthier, which will raise your consciousness, which will give you beauty in your life. You are awakening, even as I am speaking. Welcome, everyone. Yay! See, she's got a voice. <laughs> now that's, that's a singer. <laughs> it is great to talk to you again. Welcome back to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thank you, Thomas. And I have to say, with all of my heart, you your podcast was my favorite podcast out of anybody, uh, and I've done hundreds, and I've loved many, many of them. But I think it's because you are so open to going deeply into mysticism, Kundalini awakening, all the things that people wonder about, about their inner life, because a lot of people say, oh, well, no, our audience wouldn't want to go that deeply. And everybody does. Everybody wants to know, who am I? Mm. That's true. Thank you. I really appreciate that, Michelle. And I'm so glad that we're reconnecting on here. And what we need to do is not have the gap that we did between this one and the next one. Because since we last talked, several things have happened in our world, one of which was close to you. A very dear friend transitioned from a full life now to, I'm sure, a very full life and spirit, Bob Proctor. Yes, Bob Proctor is definitely reborn again already because he's always got so much energy. He's like, I'm not waiting around. I need to be reborn again. (laughs) (laughs) Keep keep up with my work. Bob, God bless you. I love you so much. And he knows that. But um, the most amazing person, I just want to share a little story of how we met and what we ended up doing together, working together, if that's okay. Yes. Okay. He was 61 when I first met him. And I was much younger. (laughs) Anyway, after my car accident and creating the Affirmation Power music songs that healed my body, uh, as I told you once before, a lot of uh, people in Australia were asking me about it and promoters would come to me because I was on TV talking about my healing. It was so miraculous. And promoters who said, look, we want you to come and sing at these events with Dr. Deepak Chopra, Wayne Dyer, Stuart Weil, Bob Proctor, and I didn't know any of them. I'm like, who are they? (laughs) These big daddies. (laughs) Because I wasn't in that particular world. I was in the rock and roll world. Why would I know about these people? Because they're self-improvement, spiritual, you know, best-selling authors. And 
So they offered me so much money, I couldn't say no. I kept my band going, but um, it was ridiculous just to sing in between these people and then sell my music at the back of the room because I had no intention of actually selling my affirmation power music. That was just for me and my healing, but it ended up becoming very successful. Deepak said, why don't you do one for kids? And I did um, self-esteem songs for kids. Wayne Dyer, everyone was just loving it. But then when I worked with Bob Proctor, it was a totally different story. The promoters said, we've got this female singer. She's quite well known in Australia, Michelle Blood, and she's going to be singing at the events around Australia with you. And he said, no, she's not. (laughs) Wow. Wait a minute. He said, no, she's not. I don't want some singer. He said, I don't do. I don't need entertainment. I'm Bob Proctor. My events are very enthusiastic and exciting just as they are. And they said, no, we're paying you to come to Australia to do this. And you don't know what you're talking about because she really gets the audience going. And he said, so do I. But anyway, he they didn't give him a choice. I didn't know anything about this, Thomas, at the time. Wow. And so the very first night I worked with him, it was an evening event. And it was at uh, the Regent, which is now called the Four Seasons Hotel on Sydney Harbour. So I just, I'd sung two songs uh, in a small break and everyone was singing along and I had the lyrics up on stage telling them a little bit about my story. And halfway through at the back in the green room, Bob comes out and I was really impressed with hearing him. I'd never heard him speak before. And I just said, my God, you're awesome. I really, I I love listening to what you're saying. You, you, you're congruent. You walk, you talk. And he said, well, thank you very much. But he said, I've got to tell you, young lady, I did not want you to sing at my events. And I was like, well, g'day, mate. Nice to meet you too, Bob. (laughs) (laughs) And, And then he started laughing and he said, but I have to tell you, Michelle, he said, this is amazing. He said, I love it. I want to work with you all over the world and even write songs with you. I don't know what, but you're going to come to Kuala Lumpur. You're going to go to all these countries. And I said, well, I've, I've got my band and I've got all these other stuff going on. He said, oh, no, 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 that's going to change. Wow. <laughs> he, he'd made up his mind. And then Linda, his wife, said, no, you've got to do it. It's going to be amazing. And so uh, the first gig that he got me to do after the Australian tour was in Kuala Lumpur. And he had uh, a contract with Malaysia Airlines. So we were all flown first class in Malaysia Airlines. And he said, you've got to sing this national it's not an actual national anthem but it's like a most popular malaysian song in bahasa malaysian you've got to sing it at the event and i said but that's in two days time <laughs> you know i don't know their language and it was just and but i loved i loved working with bob because he would always challenge me and i always came through so what i did was i asked the uh, stewardess to who was obviously Malaysian, to teach me the lyrics uh, phonetically. And then I had to find, which I did, I I just looked at, I just found, I just asked all these people, where is a recording studio in Kuala Lumpur? And I I met the guy that ran the studio and I said, have you got a keyboard? I've got to play and write this music. Um, He said, oh, that's a very famous song here. I said, yeah, and I've got to sing it. And so I, I, I recorded the music so that I could have backing music. And I got this huge fan, like, you know, it, <laughs> that I could put all the lyrics, paste all the lyrics phonetically in, into the fan. And I came from the back of the room onto the stage and sang this song and Bob was blown away. But, I mean, he used to, you know, and then another time, I've just got to tell you this time, 
he said, look, I'm doing this, um, this recording. I have a recording that goes out to my membership every month. And this one's going to be on action. And he said, from now on, I want you to write and record all the songs for my uh, programs and produce all my programs in the studio so that they sound, you know, hip. And it was called action. And so I found, again, I found a studio that night because he was going to be, he was going to be recording at midnight that night. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Because we, we had an event that night. So I wrote this song called Action. I raced to the studio just in time. And his talk was nearly ex- identical with the lyrics. And he had not told me what his talk was going to be about. So he was really blown away by that. Um, we ended up making a beautiful program from that called uh, Turbocharged Goal Setting and Action Planner. So it shows people how to step by step by step to have a goal come to fruition, even if you don't know what it is you want yet. And the action song and his talk with the action music. And so he would continuously, he'd fax me from Toronto. Some He started faxing lyrics. And I was like, it's a really hard thing to do for me, Thomas, is to, when I write a song, the lyrics come with the melody at the same time. I've never used anyone else's lyrics ever in my entire life for all my songwriting. And he said, no, 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 you can write a song from that. <laughs> and lo, lo and behold, his lyrics were put together perfectly to create a really great song. And his first go at it was called Decision. And it's, it's just amazing. So I would record, write the music, record the song, and he'd fly out from Toronto and we'd do the program. And we did that for about three and a half years straight. Wow. Incredible. Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're in a situation in our world right now where a lot of people are looking at a lot of angst. We'll talk about the pandemic and how that changed your world in just a minute. But if Bob were still with us and if he were in that prime energy that you just described, what would he be telling us? What advice would he give us to live in these days? Oh, Bob would just say, look, (laughs) the world is just an illusion. Don't get caught down the rabbit hole of what people are talking about or what they're saying. Just focus on your inner light and what you do want, not what you don't want. And do whatever you can to create happiness for others and for yourself. And always have a goal, striving for a goal, no matter what it is, knowing that you can do anything. Everything's possible. That's what he would say. There you go. (laughs) There's the message. (laughs) All right. Good deal. Thank you. And Bob, I know you're listening. We both send you love. Everybody does. All right. Hey, since we talked also, as we just mentioned, the pandemic came across and you were telling me before that this is something that changed the way you do things from the well, that became a positive. Yeah, well, I've always done live streaming. I've been doing that for quite a few years, but uh, we got together some really good camera equipment, huge screen and started doing these Zoom events. And for the first six months, I did either a webinar or a Zoom event for free for every, anyone who wanted to come on, just to get everyone into um, enthusiasm and give them ideas. We'd mastermind together. So that was amazing. I loved doing that. So then I continued to do these free, free Zoom events a couple of times every month. I still do them. And we've now gathered people from about 32 different countries that are come onto these Zoom events. And what... What I've loved is I've got a lot of students, as you know, through the mystical experience that I teach meditation and deep mysticism and 
business stuff as well, whatever they want to know, as long as it's all about spirit, because we've got to have a balance. Like Yogananda always said, there's got to be a balance between material things and spirit. And I love that because I think it's really important that people have the money to have the freedom to do what they want to do. And some of the masterminding that we did was quite amazing. Like, for example, one of my students, Spanish, but lives in Switzerland, and she's a piano teacher, Laura, and beautiful young lady. And she said she couldn't teach because they closed the school. So Trevor uh, and John and a couple of other people for free just helped her put together a whole program so she could teach over the internet teach live and so she's gone on to write books and do all this stuff that she'd never thought of so successful so many people we've helped mastermind different ideas for them to be able to create what they know how to do through a zoom event and then also the the single parents with kids that couldn't work at all and they were having a tough time because originally in america especially in america they weren't giving these people enough money to live on you know, that couldn't work. They were giving them some subsidizing, but not enough. And so we would just put it out there for the students and myself that, you know, if anyone of our students required assistance, particularly, you know, a couple of them, South Africa, another one in um, Nairobi, who these two women that have been students of mine for years that have kids. And so everyone pulled together we all pulled together and we are still supporting some of those families every month that still haven't been able to get back to work paying for their mortgage or their rent giving them food um getting getting everyone to do it uh, some of the restaurant owners that are students of mine i encourage them to have one day a week where they give out free food to everybody and just so many mastermind things that we've been able to do to create a community globally that is assisting everybody. Because one of the things I absolutely can't stand, and there's not many things that I can't stand. Would you like to know what I can't stand, Thomas? Please. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it'll be short, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> short and sweet like me. <laughs> I can't stand it when spiritually, they say they're spiritually evolved people go, well, that's just their karma. And they don't do anything to help the people. How can you judge if you're an awakened soul? Awakened souls don't judge. They assist. They don't want, it kills them to see suffering in anyone at any stage. You don't just say it's someone's karma. How do you know what it is? How do you, how can you judge? So I love it when people don't judge and they just give generously when they feel it sincerely from their heart, not because they feel it's being manipulated, but because they know that that's the right thing to do. I, I just, I've been, uh, we've been encouraging communities all over the world to give and open up different things that they can do to give to their communities. And uh, everyone's come to the bat. They've all been amazing, absolutely amazing, beautiful people. Oh, that is awesome. Wow. So when are these meetings? Tell us more. How could people find this? Because this sounds like something that I know a lot of folks listening here would want to avail themselves of. Well, if they go to Michelle Blood, M-I-C-H-E-L-E, Blood, B-L-O-O-D, don't blame me, it's Irish, it's my father's name, it's not rock and roll. 
<laughs> michelleblood.com forward slash subconscious mind mastery. They're going to get the magic of affirmation power book for free. They're going to get the, uh, the practice of meditation video, the magnetic creative visualization program, the uh, goal setting and action planner by me and Bob that I told you about. And some of my best-selling songs, the affirmation songs and a couple of them that I actually wrote with Bob for free. Wow. And so you uh, sign up for that and it, you'll be on our email list then. And so that way you get to experiment with all of these different programs and see how your your oscillation, your frequency, your vibration can raise very, very quickly because you've got to do it on your own, but you cannot do it alone, people. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And this is the whole thing about creating this, as you've said, I think one of the biggest contributions that we can make is uniting this global community in where we're going. We're going up. We have to go through some stuff to get rid of the old shackles, but we're going up. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, um, though I love the way Brian Tracy put it, you know, it, it breaks your mental shackles so that you are in that frequency where that's gone. It's like, oh, I was imprisoned. There was a big brick wall there and I just, I knew I was so close. And then the people get so frustrated because they're really, really doing all they can, but they don't understand why it isn't working for them is because we have this beautiful diamond, which was called our higher self. And it gets coated with all the experiences and pains and emotions that we've had. So we can't feel our divine essence. So then when we attempt to set a goal and set an intention, the divine presence hasn't got the power, even though it's there in jail, in your jail, your higher self doesn't have that power. So what I do, I transmit light and I speak directly to people's divine presence and set that intention. So when we do our Zooms, I I encourage them to send me their, their three goals that they want as if it's already happened. And then I transmit light to that. And I do that for my students every week. And my students um, joined a membership I have called the mysticalexperience.com. And you'll meet people from all over the world, from all walks of life that are really there. And it doesn't matter if you really don't feel bad about this, if it's just because you need money, more money right now and you need to attract that or have money being given to you or whatever it is, or you just want to, you want health, better health, or whatever it is that you are suffering from, there is no requirement for anyone to suffer. It's part of the collective consciousness of the Maya that people get into rabbit holes. Don't watch the news all the time. Don't get caught up in the word on the street. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. That's evil. (laughs) Word on the street. Just allow yourself to only focus on positivity and and beauty and every day wake up and say, I love my beautiful life. Thank you for my beautiful life. And write down what, what does a beautiful life look like to you? Because you know what a beautiful life looks like to you. To some people, it's a very humble life, but you just, you're on your own and you're in the countryside like I am, <laughs> or, you know, you just like a simple life like I like, but more Zen. Or there are things that you want to create because one of the things that is very, very important before you leave the body is that you create the things that you want to create so that you don't have to repeat it over and over again in lifetime after lifetime, like Groundhog Day. 
And um, many of the great enlightened masters would say that. And I can tell you a really cool story about Lahiri Mahasaya, if you'd like to hear yes, it. Yes, please. Okay, Lahiri Mahasaya was uh, Yogananda, Paramahansa Yogananda's mother's guru. And he became completely enlightened. And his teacher was the real Babaji because Lahiri Mahasaya worked on the railroad <laughs> and uh, he lived in the Himalayas. They trans, they, they gave him a, another job that was even higher in the Himalayas and away from his, he was married with kids and Babaji was teaching him. He would appear to him, Babaji, who's been around for over 4,000 years. Babaji appeared to him and said, I'm going to give you a castle, a, a, a palace, a palace. And Lahiri Mahasaya said, I don't need a palace. What would I need? Anyway, so he manifested from the snow and the ice and everything, this ice palace with this big, you know, uh, what are they called for them to sit on? Kings and queens? Throne. Throne. Yeah. <laughs> and it had diamonds and emeralds and rubies and all of this stuff. And it, he got to enjoy that for about four hours and then Babaji, you know, made it disappear. And he said, why did you do that? And he said, because you still had a shadow of wanting to be really wealthy, like a, like a king. And I wanted for you to experience that so that you could go into higher states of enlightenment and really teach Kriya Yoga. And because you're married with children, I want the world to know that you can become enlightened and still be a householder. And it, it makes no difference. And because everyone thinks you've got to be a monk, you've got to, you know, fast and, and, you know, kill yourself out in the cold and have no clothes on and all the things that the Buddha went through. And then the Buddha went, this is rubbish. Give me some rice to eat. And then he became enlightened. <laughs> so Lahiri Mahasaya actually said to Yogananda's mother when she was pregnant, your son is going to be an enlightened teacher who will teach in the West. So that's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Wow, great story. Well, and it goes back to that theme. You held a diamond up. We're connected on Zoom here, even though it's just audio. And she held this great big diamond image up of us. And yes, we are covered up so much. And part of what we're doing here is we're removing that covering so that we can be at our fullest potential. Because as this energy shifts and we are moving in a higher direction ultimately, it's going to take an army of us to help lead this transition. We need these conscious, full-on, full fully empowered, at their best people to help lead this. Yeah, and I'm going to ask my team right now to add the diamond video to the Subconscious Mind Mastery giveaway because uh, we created this wonderful video that explains very, very clearly how it happens because people don't understand why they're not getting what they want. They think they're using the law of attraction or something like that, and they don't understand why. And it's because their diamond has got these, they've got to be popped. Yeah, yep, yep. <laughs> so we did this beautiful visual so that people can um, see for themselves what is actually happening. Because once people get that, they really understand. And, of course, it's just a metaphor, people. I had a couple of people say, but we don't have a diamond inside of us. And I'm like, oh, hello. <laughs> Oh my, we're starting at square one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah right. let's hope we let's hope we're coming into this with a little more oomph than that, right? Yeah, exactly. A bit more consciousness, but anyway, that's okay. Everyone can start wherever they're at, as long as they're starting, as long as they're doing something 
to raise their consciousness and if they can't do it on their own use these tools for free and come on amazing podcasts like thomas's subconscious mind mastery i mean it's the perfect name i love it it's all about the subconscious mind and about your belief and your spirit it's all about spirit and it doesn't matter if you follow the great mahasiddha jesus the christ or you follow yogananda or little blonde Australians, or whatever it is that you do, as long as you, as long as you are learning and knowing that no one is higher than you, you are the divine presence is within you the same as it's in everyone else. The only reason you're not enlightened yet is you don't, you haven't been shown how to get into your inner self and find out what your purpose is. Your purpose of for your life is enlightenment, but all the things that we do along on the journey. And our attitude towards those things that we do and how willing we we are to give and receive. Because a lot of spiritual people, for some reason, feel unworthy to receive. I knock that straight out of their bum. Straight off. Hit them on the, <laughs> because go. that is rubbish. You've got to you've got to be able to receive and give. Be open and receptive to receive and give. You know, I'd like to ask you a question. Play with me a little bit here. Let's go into Ooh, a, yes. in a way, a make-believe world. Uh, you know, they've got these fiber optic cameras now or lipstick cameras or these ring doorbell cameras, you know, where they get a little tiny camera. Let's say that that subconsciously or, or when you weren't looking, we mounted one of those on the wall at your home. What would we see you doing through the day, through the week to energize and bring your own consciousness up? Well, it's pretty much up. <laughs> but to keep myself fit and healthy to be yep. able to handle the energies and all the students and all the work I do. Exactly. I work out I work out every day. I've got a Pilates reformer. So I do at least an hour. And now that the weather's getting a little cooler, then I start hiking as well. And because I have to keep my body energized and healthy. It's really, really important to be able to do all the work that I do. And then I usually do one or two podcasts six days a week. I have uh, sessions with my the diamond level students i have one-on-one sessions with them and then in the afternoon i go and meditate and do all my light transmissions i love to cook so three times a week i'll cook something amazing that i can eat you know for the rest of the the day so i love cooking um my team trevor and john johnny come up at least four days a week we'll work together for about two hours each and holly the ladies helping with the app and I work seven days a week, but I love it. And I usually get up about two o'clock in the morning after I finished um, doing all the light transmissions, get some sleep. Then I feed all the animals <laughs> and clean the house till it shine, shines. Because one of the things that's so important is that you have a very, very clean, uncluttered environment because that does make a difference to anyone's consciousness, even mine. So, um, yeah, I water the garden. I <laughs> I live in the countryside, so I, I'm lucky if there's even two cars go by in a day. Oh, so, nice. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't have to worry about noise. Oh, that's great. No, I love that. It's so silent here. It's, you know, a couple of people that come up occasionally, they go, it's nerve wracking. It's so silent. And I like, I said, I wrote this house down. I wrote this house down years ago that I would live in this house, own this house, live in the countryside. I didn't know what country it'd be in or what it'd be like. 
but I kept visualizing it, and here it is. Here it is. Awesome. <laughs> wow, that's great. Okay, do you do anything as far as, like, journaling or uh, yeah. reading or listening oh, to, yeah. po- you know, podcasts? What, you know, to just kind of retop your tank, if you will. I, d- I don't really need to. Once I had my full awakening, you just it's just there all the time, humming throughout your entire being. Nothing can stop it. It's you just turned on all the time. There's no more off and on like I used to have. So, but I do love rereading my favorite books, like um, Swami Muktananda's Play of Consciousness. I read twice a year. Uh, once a year, I'll read Saint Teresa of Avila. Her her books. She lived. She started the Carmelite. Great. You know, Bob carried around that copy, that old copy of Think and Grow Rich. And, you know, he says, and I study this all the time, and I don't doubt that he didn't open that book and read a page or two here and there. Oh, he always had it with him, always. But And I've always got Yogananda's book, and um, it was really interesting. Uh, Bob had this uh, beautiful white horse, China, made of China, this beautiful white horse with this blonde girl, little girl riding it. And his mentor had given that to him as a gift to remind him to always ride the white horse of the apocalypse, not the other ones the four horses to ride the white horse. And he was so attached to this that he ended up gifting it to me about 15 years ago. And he said, because I'm so attached to it, but it's you, you're on the horse. (laughs) It's you, Michelle. Oh my goodness. And so so then I was really attached to something I got in. um, I had this deep spiritual experience once when I was in Bali and I found this beautiful carved woman bowing and it just, and it, it ended up looking exactly like my enlightened teacher that I'd searched for for 14 years. And I bought this before I met my enlightened teacher. It looked exactly like her. And I felt this infinity with it. So I said, look, I'm really attracted. I, I'm attached to this too. So you can, you can have mine. This is what I think my teacher's going to look like. And two years later, I met my teacher and she looked exactly like that. <laughs> so you bring these things in, right? Okay. Yeah, you bring these things in. And I've got a whole cabinet of beautiful things that remind me. I don't have any photographs of people. I've got photographs of enlightened ones and enlightened images, and I've got them all over my house. I've got a um, huge big picture of Babaji and all the enlightened ones that, because I love to gaze them. That's one of the things that gets me into deep meditation, gazing their pictures, even if it's just a painting. Lahiri Mahasaya. I mean, Ramana, you can't not look at that beautiful avatar of a being and not it's just pure love and you just like drown in that and so it's really important to not focus on people in your life and family photos and stuff but of the light you know what they look like you see them (laughs) that or they're gone right yeah because you tap into the consciousness that was alive in these beautiful enlightened ones and I've got them all over the house and uh, a couple of my cats, I must admit. (laughs) (laughs) That is so cool. Okay, I'm really, I'm loving what you said that once you had your experience that you kind of don't have to go back to the turning on and off the light switch. That is a great metaphor. So I'm curious, what was your experience in that area? I, I was off the grid for 10 years, just studying with my enlightened teacher once I finally met one. And it took years of deep meditation for 10 years. I didn't do events, didn't write books, didn't do anything. Yeah. Just study, studied with this beautiful teacher until eventually I became awakened. But I went through the Stargate and I went through deep 
deep meditations for years before I completely awakened. And through the Stargate so many times, it takes a lot. And then once you're awakened, you're awakened. Like the Buddha said, you're awake. But it's a full-on experience. Your whole body is shaking. The whole I mean, it is a full-on. There's no morphing for full enlightenment. But before that, I was like, yeah, gently awakening to it bit by bit, bit by bit, thoughts were stopping bit by bit, you know, because I had a teacher transmitting light to me. So that was, she was meditating me. Mm. So it's very, very challenging to stop your thought on your own and to get that light transmission because you have to have those chakras ignited, activated. And that only happens through the beautiful Kundalini coming up, the Shashumna through the ethereal spine. And you've got to have those chakras activated and it can take years. It took my teacher, her teacher was a great Mahasiddha. A Mahasiddha is beyond enlightenment. For example, Jesus the Christ, Mahasiddha. Yogananda, Mahasiddha. And then you've got avatars like Sri Ramakrishna, great enlightened being. I read about his stuff all the time when he was around. Um, he was an avatar. He's only here once. He's only here once because the divine realizes there's too much crap going on in India right now, too much judgment, caste, all this stuff. You know, I've got to stop this. And so Sri Ramakrishna came in and taught and studied every religion that there was, even um, Muslim religion, everything, because he was already an avatar to prove to people to stop being judgmental about that's my religion or I'm a higher caste than that person. It's just amazing. When you read from someone who was a very high being, you feel the Shakti straight away. When I read Swami Muktananda's play of consciousness, and he's been gone for a long time. The first time I've read it, I felt the Shakti. I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how could the Shakti still be in there, that transmission, when he's been gone for so long? And it's like, hello, well, you used to feel it when you were a little girl. You went to Mass every night, every morning, because you loved Jesus so much. You felt the love then, so of course it's not going to go. Time is an illusion. Enlightenment and, and, and love and the divine is omniscient and it's omnipresent there is no time so that's something that i it took me a while to really understand that was awesome okay you just talked about a litany of these leaders that have come to earth to raise the vibration so where do you think we are on this timeline now the world as it is right now um people think we're in a really high evolution of consciousness and because you're in a high evolution of consciousness you feel that because more and more you are attracting and seeing and understanding and reading spirit and, and knowing these things and feeling it with all of your being, Thomas, but not everybody is. There is still a low evolution of consciousness on this planet and it's going to go on for quite a long time. But the beautiful thing is there's always at least a handful of enlightened people at any one time on the planet always they're not always teachers but that light will always continuously transmit but it's still going to be quite a while before this world this particular world plane which is just not really real but this particular world plane is going to be an enlightened world plane it's not like that it's going to be a different level a different um a different existence than this world for an enlightened world plane there are enlightened world planes i've been to them they're everywhere <laughs> yeah. different divine dimensions. But this world is not at that stage yet. There is still so much ignorance and 
particularly through polit- politicians. The ignorance isn't from the little boy soldiers and all that horrible stuff that they have to go through. It's through the politicians. And there's there's a there are dark forces. If people don't believe there are, look around. There are dark forces, but the light will always illuminate the darkness. So there are, what, seven and a half billion people on the planet right now. So there are like seven and a half billion different consciousness, different levels of consciousness. They're their own world. They're creating their own world through their thoughts, through their, through whatever it is. And they're at all different levels of consciousness. And it doesn't mean that there won't be a lot of, there've always been a lot of high consciousness, but it's really challenging for people when there's seven and a half billion people on the planet a long long time ago there are a lot more enlightenment because there weren't as many people on the planet because all these these people's thoughts that create recreate over and over again wars illnesses all this sort of stuff but it's not real you can leave the body and go to a completely different divine dimension you don't always come back to this particular dimension so even though it's it's nice to think maybe one day we're going to be let into like a whole big enlightenment and who knows when that could happen a few thousand years if the planet survives but this is not going to happen soon but a lot more people are waking up it's not the spanish inquisition people are free to go and study deep mysticism and spirit and so there are a lot more people i agree but there are a lot more people in the world so it still ends up balancing if you understand what i mean when there are a few million people in the world if there was like five hundred thousand that were interested in spirituality that was an amazing thing but um when you've got seven and a half billion people and now there are like maybe two hundred thousand three hundred thousand people or even a million interested in spirituality you feel like there's a lot of high consciousness but it's only because there's so many people on the planet well said good answer <laughs> Hey, let's talk about a couple of other things that you have going on, and I want to hear about this new app that you've created. Oh, thanks, Thomas. Yeah, let's not cheer everyone up anymore. <laughs> Deep and gloom. <laughs> but, but, but remember, everybody, that doesn't touch you. You create your own world. You are in charge of your own world. So you can, you can create the most beautiful world for your family and your loved ones and yourself that you could possibly but it's infinite there's no limitations for you so let's just cheer you up there now the next thing is yeah this app is uh beautiful i've been wanting to do an app for a while but i had to find the right team and the right sort of people so we worked on it for about a year and a half different developers and a lot of different things going on quite challenging to do it because it's so different to creating a website or something because it's totally different technology so it is really fun and beautiful the Magnet to Money song, which has been listened to millions upon millions of time globally for many, many years. I wrote it 30 years ago, Magnet to Money song. Wow. Anyway, the Magnet to Money app has notifications that you get to hear the Magnet to Money song as much as you like, just little snippets of it to remind you to do your meditation or whatever. But it's got much more than just that. You can get the Magnet to Money ringtone. I've done all of these just tons of affirmations that you can just listen to and repeat over and over again as you're driving or whatever that will really help lift you up there's always music underneath because to have a whole brain experience the left side of the brain with the affirmations the lyrics the right side of the brain with the music it goes straight into your subconscious mind your doubting mind does not have a chance to spit it out and 
we've just uh, we're just adding now the magnetic creative visualization 10 minutes every day a different 10 minute meditation for you to go for it like a guided meditation that'll be a topic for your success for your day or what you're going to focus on that day your prosperity your love your family whatever it is there's a different one every day that goes into your library and then there's uh the new prosperity angel sleep program which my students have been saying to me is their favorite program i've ever done and it's me as your angel speaking very softly with beautiful ethereal music underneath and you get to go into deep, deep sleep. Every part of your body is relaxed. I talk to all the cells of your being. It's for your health. It's for your prosperity. It's for you to sleep deeply so that you can connect beyond the dream plane with your divine presence. And then every every week to two weeks, we're adding more and more content. And it's only 99 cents a month, which is crazy. But for all the, <laughs> the investment that we put into it, but we know it's going to be something it is something that is very, very quick because you don't have to keep thinking. I've got to think positive thoughts. It's there for you, all the different tools that you can imagine. And so that's magnettomoneyapp.com. It's only for iPhones at the moment, but we'll get it into the Android sooner or later. <laughs> Thanks for asking about that, Thomas. Well, I have to tell you a news alert here. <laughs> you said don't listen to the news. I have a news alert. You have a new <laughs> subscriber. Since you were describing it, it's me. <laughs> I'm like, I'm not going to wait until this is over. No, phone's sitting right here. I'm in. So you've got a new subscriber. Thank you. This is going to be great. I can't wait to get into this. All right. Awesome. And then tell me what else you have as far as books. You have your music, et cetera. So just kind of give well, us the lay of the land. Well, one of the, my favorite program out of everything I've ever done is the audio book version of the be a magnet to money through the sea of unlimited consciousness by myself and Bob Proctor. That means the world to me that that audio book. I love the book itself. It's printed as well. But and I also love new paradigms that Bob Proctor and I did. We're going to launch something soon. And I'm going to do some things with Thomas because I love Thomas and we love the science of being rich. We love Wallace D. Waddles. We're going to give you guys, bring to you some really, really exciting, positive, fun programs that are life-changing. So I'm really looking forward to working with you because one thing that I adore is collaborating with people because, I mean, I love my band. I love collaborating with my band. I love collaborating with Bob and you know, I used to tour with all the rock guys. Now, now I tour. I've been touring with all the metaphysical guys. <laughs> it's not really that much different. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Probably some of them were back in the rock band back in the day. Anyway, yeah, exactly. Those are the ones who found their way this way. <laughs> they were trying back then. It's just you know. <laughs> oh boy, this is great. Well, thank you so much for reconnecting, coming back on the podcast. I it was funny because right before we were setting this up, I had about 3 people. No kidding, 3 separate people at 3 different times. When is Michelle Blood coming back on? So it was great. I mean, it just the whole universe just brought it right there together. People were asking and here you are. 
Yeah, and just to let them know that, you know, we did give you this same link before, but we've added a lot more products to give away for free this time. <laughs> awesome. Great. We've already talked about it. We're, we've got some ideas in mind and we're going to stir some things up. Oh, to yeah. Bring I, I these take materials. action pretty fast, so better watch out. This is great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Good deal. Well, you right, guys, honey. Trevor and John, thank you for setting this up. Michelle, thank Thanks, you for guys. being here. We appreciate it. Yes. Bravo. And we will see you again very soon with more. Thanks, Even Thomas. more. I All love right. you. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> love you too, girl. <laughs> you got to love that energy, right? Michelle Blood and that website that she mentioned where you can get the downloads special for our podcast listeners is michelleblood.com forward slash subconscious mind mastery. I've put a link in that in the notes as well. Thank you so much for listening to this. I hope you enjoyed her energy and what she had to tell us and that it helps you enjoy your journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.